Get out! Get out of my house! Get out! Hello and welcome to Watching It, episode 103. And this week we have no shows for you. We, as we said last week, we're gonna take a little bit of a break from shows as we're waiting, as we're about to ramp up into a, a real big, real big <laughs> group of too, shows. Too much, one might say. Um, <laughs> and so we thought we just we keep it simple. Um, and so we are going to be talking about. The movie Pig. And Ain't nothing if, simple about it. I was about to say, if, if you are a fan of this show, you have heard Robert talk about this movie a bunch. Um, it's come up plenty of times, and I kept saying, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I got I to gotta check this movie out. I'm going to watch it. Um, and so we finally have, and I, I mean, Robert, this movie... Why, why, why well, a t- top line, I said many times, I believe it should have gotten an Oscar nod. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it should have won, though, mm-hmm. with Co- a world where Coda wins Best Picture, maybe mm-hmm. this, there's a discussion to be had here. But I definitely think it deserved to be on the list. And so why why do we do th- think that, Robert? Is it well, well, let's hear it from Nicolas Cage, the man himself. He did a YouTube video where he uh, answered Google search result questions. Mm-hmm. And this is one of his answers that I, that I think maybe kind of sold you on watching the movie finally. What is your favorite Nicolas Cage film and why? My favorite Nicolas Cage film is Pig. I thought it was like a folk song. I thought it was like a haiku. I felt that in that movie, I had become seasoned and I had entered the room. Man, like yeah. so deep into his mm-hmm. career too. Like he's done yeah. 500 movies oh, or yeah, the something. He's been out there. I was looking at his filmography and like one of the things like everyone talks about how Nicolas Cage movies is like, there, there's a there's a lot of crap. There's a lot of crap. Yeah. But then he puts out some gems, and people make fun of like how many movies. But then like if you look at his filmography, he's done. If you were to think, man, Nicholas Cage does a lot of movies, he's done twice as many as, as you, you think, would think he's yeah, done. Like absolutely. he's been in so much stuff. <laughs> and um, yeah, no. Uh, uh, I actually saw an interview or not an interview. They were having Nicholas Cage on uh, the late. I think it's the late late show with James Gordon. Or Corden or whatever, and before they brought him out, the James asked everybody in the audience, like, "Hey, what's uh, what's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie?" We had, we had some Con Air, some National Treasure, and then one guy was like, "You know what? Now that I think about it, I think it's Pig." And then everybody's like, "Ooh." Pig and they're like you know yeah no you're right it is pig like everybody just yeah. cha- after they said that like everybody was throwing out Nicolas Cage movies face off and stuff that people know and then when one guy was like I'm pretty sure it's pig everyone's like oh yeah pig um which is why I have to say I, I so I watched the movie um and I just don't get it I, you don't get I, I it really you didn't I, like it or you I, don't get it's, it I mean, it's artsy. It's, it's artsy. I just was like, I don't see why. No, I'm just kidding. Actually. I watched the <laughs> okay, movie. Okay, okay. I was about to be like, okay, Donnell, <laughs> we need movie, to rethink that. No, no. I, I, I just wanted to have that moment because I was like, no, it, it is. I, if, for, if, if we had recording, there was a, a look of terror on my face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. I mean, so one of the things that gets me, and this is what I, one of the things I thought about it, was like, you look up the runtime. It's mm-hmm. an hour and a half. And you watch this movie, and it's because it's like, oh, it's because they had a story. They they tell this story beautifully, perfectly, and then it ends. There's no there's no fat in this movie. Like they're just like, no, here is the movie yeah. we want to make. Yeah, we, there's, we, there's the you don't have to make a three is, hour exactly, movie. The runtime is an hour and a half because that's all you need to get this story across. But in that hour and a half, you go on a trip. An with adventure, them, yes, um, absolutely. That you weren't expecting. Like it it is phenomenal uh one of the, the this like 
because I wrote down some notes and like one thing is just like what like I think this is Nicolas Cage's best work. But it, if we take Nicolas Cage out of it, the director and like dude, the stuff, cinematography, the, the say, music, the screenshot, the, the, the way they frame yeah. up different shots. Just the, the the one where I pay the most attention is honestly that opening scene. Yeah, where we're just we're just going with Rob. Robin, I guess, or I guess like Robin Bell. Robin. Yeah. I couldn't really get his name. Yeah, <laughs> but we're going with Robin as pig through the the forest. But this the different angles I cut. There's one where he's in his cabin and his pig is in the background doing something, but you're close up on his face and he's doing something down below the camera. But just the way it looks, it's just like you feel like it's just like leading you into the scene. Like you're just like you're you're very invested. In like what's going on here? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but no. No, and the thing is, nothing's going on. He's literally just. Like making a meal for him and his pig, but it, you're drawn into it. Yeah, no, uh, no, the the foley work was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, the 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 score and the soundtrack yep. was great. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why this didn't get any. It did win a lot of awards, but it but didn't it did get, get a, any Oscars. Yeah, and so there's so wanna, many areas I want to I I talk about that. Nominated. Actually, that's one of the things because I didn't realize this came out in 2021, and yep. now that I do, July 16. Uh, there are a few things. So because I was like, okay, so this movie came out. I'm like, and like you said, like I get maybe not winning an Oscar, but not even an Oscar nod. Yeah. Like that's the part that got me. But then I, I was looking, so not so, even a Best Actor the, nod. That, well, so here we go. So here's the thing. So I want the, the three things I was thinking is from this, at least in my opinion. Um, well, maybe even four, but then I saw who won the list one or two of them. I see who win, and I'm just like, okay, I got you. I see why. But uh, so in 2021, we covered the Oscars. Yep. Um, so Best Picture was No Man Land, and I'm sorry. Because I, I watched No Man Land, watched it from start to finish, um, and it was not my pick, but I could kind of understand why it could win. But uh, Pig is hands am I tri- Am I tripping? Because this would have been, this movie came out in 2021, so that would have been this year's Oscars. Oh, would have been this Where year's Coda Oscars? Won. Oh, oh, that's even worse. Yeah. That's even, because I was going to give yeah. him a pass, because best actor was Anthony Hopkins. I'm like, okay, I'm going, Nick, you were great, but Anthony Hopkins killed him. No, 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 no. Who, but, who no, no, best, I'm, I'm saying for last year, because uh, I was just going to say, that. I was just going to say, like, at first I'm going to be like, this, this movie blew everything out of the water, but if it came out, uh, if it wasn't last year's Oscars, which it wasn't, but I'm just saying if it was, uh, I would understand why he didn't get best actor, because like, Anthony Hopkins fucking killed it in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay, so let's see, best picture was Coda. No, hand and feet. I, I mean, one is... Like I said, there were, we each had our pick for what best picture was. Um, I picked Power of Dog. You picked um, West Side Story. Yep. And neither of those won. But I think Pig is better than every single movie in the best Oscars category. From this oh, year. interesting. Like, um, in my opinion, yeah, no, it was a better movie than Power of Dog, and that was my pick for Oscars. Yeah. And it was hands. Uh, they're not even comparable, Coda and Pig. Like that's that's blasphemous. Yeah. Um, so then, best but like actor, like Pig should have either taken the slot of Coda or Licorice Pizza mm-hmm. and maybe Dune. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we have best actor, which Will Smith won. Um, and then looking at everybody in here, we had Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. Didn't see that. Benedict Cumberbatch for uh, Power of Dog. Dude, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch did pretty yeah. fucking good in Power of the Dog. I I, I think if if in this thing a nomination because I was I watched King Richard. I was not a fan of King Richard because I think it's a movie that I mean. I mean, he did a good job. That, well, that's what I was about to yeah. say. Is but Will Smith, like I, I'm not a fan of King Richard, not because of the acting, but because of the, the why are we making a movie about this character? Like he was a terrible human being, in my opinion. I like, anyway, I like to think that um, Benedict Cumberbatch actually won, but then as soon as he slapped Chris Rock, everyone was like, "Okay, let's make this weird." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know for sure if Nick Cage would be in, be uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or Will Smith, but he should have been in there. Um, 
I don't know about Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, I didn't know Denzel Washington was in the tragedy of Macbeth or Javier Bar- Bardem. What? And being the Ricardos. Yeah, um, he did pretty good in that. Too. I, I haven't. I, I'm surprised that I'm surprised but, that being the Ricardos wasn't uh, one of the Oscar, uh, one of the best pictures. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, but I think he should have been in the best actor talk. And then let's see. Let's, d- director Jane Campen uh, for Power of Dog. I mean, it was good. It was well shot. Yeah. I, I, well, I, that's cinematography. I yeah. don't know. It's the whole thing. But we, I, we, don't, I, we don't have time I, to go yeah, through no, all the Oscars. I, I, no, no. I just was looking at the, the key one. Those three ones was director, actor, and best picture and seeing if I think would win. Um, What's important is that you're on the same page with me is that it should have been there. Yeah, it should have been. In probably multiple categories. Yeah, it should have been. It really should have been. Why don't you I, go ahead and read us a synopsis? I don't know why. For people who haven't watched this movie, which you should absolutely go watch Pig. Um, we're, we're, we're definitely going to spoil things. And this is, this is one of those movies I would say you want to definitely see before you really hear anything about yeah. it. I mean, most movies are, but yeah. this one has a lot of twists and turns that you don't expect. And if, when they come up, you're just like, what the hell is happening mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, real quick, I, I have to say, and even in the opening, so this movie pig that the, the box art for it, or everyone that put promotes a poster for it is it's dark. Yeah. I about to say, it's just a, a gruff looking Nicolas Cage and the word pig and everything. Like, I thought this movie was a horror movie. I really did. Oh, man, if you just listen to some of the audio, which I've got some clips we'll play later, it really does sound like a horror movie. Yeah, I thought it was a horror movie. Even Even the opening has some hints of like this is about to get into a horror movie and even the setup of this movie, which I'll read what the read the uh synopsis and we can go into this. Uh could be a horror movie or something because basically so it's a truffle hunter who lives alone in the Oregon wilderness must return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she is kidnapped. We're going John Wick on this shit. Well, yeah, no, I must say this could easily and that thing is especially with it being Nicolas Cage. This could easily have been a revenge action flick. Yeah, like he could have been because that thing is one thing about this movie is they set up Nicolas Cage as this figure who like he was a somebody. And but everyone like everyone knows his name and reveres him where this could very easily this movie could very easily have been spun as this truffle farmer instead of what he is going to be could, was a retired gang hitman that yeah, everybody knew. Yeah. And then when they stole his pig, he was like, oh, I got to go back to my route because that's, that's essentially what this movie is, except for it's not a retired gang hitman. It's a chef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that's and, what you don't get at first. Is yeah. it like okay? Clearly, he's important. Everybody knows him. Everybody but then all of a sudden, him. he's like the greatest Everybody chef of all time. Everybody knows him. And he and instead of it being like him going around and beating people up, he gets yeah. his ass. He gets kicked his ass everywhere kicked. he goes. He, he cooks the, the 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 big fight. Like you said, the the end fight. You, you meet the boss yeah. or whatever, yeah. and it was like, oh, it's gonna be a big gunfight. Instead, no, he cooks him a meal. He cooks him dinner. <laughs> like it's so bizarre, but it is. And I was like. So you see the pig in uh, the title for like 10 minutes and then no more pig for the rest of the movie. Yeah. No more pig. But you're right there with him. Like, we got to get that pig back. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they draw you uh, in to wanting. And I love that everyone knows about it. Yeah. Which like, I, uh, I, anyway, I will, we'll, we'll get into yeah, that. So yeah. let, let's talk. So this movie was kind of considered a flop. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, on, on face value, if you don't know what pig is and you haven't heard anything, you just think, oh, it's just some weird Nicolas Cage movie that he puts out five a year of. Yeah. You know, like there's not going to be anything special about it. Um, and, and obviously that's not true. And there's yeah, a lot of his yeah. stuff. I mean, oh, well, let, let's 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 do that real quick. 
Um, you know, no, we'll do we'll do like what it was up against. Yeah, real yeah. Quick here, and, and then I got another thing. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it got it got uh, it definitely had some competition here. So again, it came out July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Well, I like to look at the movies that came out uh, before it, uh, when it did, and after it, just to see you know what it, what it, what its run competition was. So yeah. I'm gonna go back to June twenty fifth. So it's about a month ago. Mm-hmm. F nine. Okay. Yeah. No. That would have been still been running when mm-hmm. this movie when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, July July second, uh, the Tomorrow War. Not a great movie, a but great it was movie. a big movie at at the it time until people figured out. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, July 9th, a uh, Black Widow. Okay. No. So that's, so that's this gonna... is when I see Black Widow, that tells me here's the problem: is that this movie um, was shot in like 2019. Mm. And then the pandemic yep. hit. Yep. And so, whoever had it, they were sitting on it going, like, this is not something that we can just release. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a really good Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Let's put it out at the right time. And kind of like that July time frame was just when things were starting to dip down. Mm-hmm. And they probably scheduled it for that. And then they went back up. And then this just, this just got, no one was going to the theater yeah. when this yeah. came out. Is basically what happened. Um, uh, July thirtieth, we had Jungle Cruise, which I don't know if really Jungle Cruise and Pig have the same audience. <laughs> you know, like. uh, also on July thirtieth, The Green Knight, which was a huge mm-hmm. movie. I, I thought it sucked personally. Yeah, but, me too. <laughs> um, and then August fifth, we had a watching it favorite, The Suicide Squad. Oh, oh, you're done. So I mean, it, it, it's just like, are we gonna go see any of these dozen movies? Or are we gonna go see this random Nicolas Cage movie? Yeah, that no one is but, talking about. But on the other side of the coin, Robert, this is what I find interesting: is um, box office earnings for its first week in 552 theaters. So this is theaters, yep. you know, and stuff. Nine hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, like that's pretty good for COVID time movie yes. theaters. Yeah, and then the next week it brought in five hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. Um, total it brought in three point eight million. They don't tell us what the budget was, but I mean it couldn't have been much. You're, you're literally just shooting around. Probably Oregon. like ten million. Yeah, for for the budget for this movie. I think so. Maybe. I, don't think I mean so. Nick Cage. Nick Cage uh, is gonna want five million dollars. I mean yes and no. Nick Cage is one of the like I said, he's a weird dude and stuff. But one thing I will say is Nick Cage is one of those guys who I see him when he has something that he wants to do that he's passionate about, I see yeah. him being like, I I want to do this, so the paycheck doesn't matter. Not that they're gonna well, and not cut him a check. And let's talk but... about that. I mean he brought his fucking A game oh, to this yeah. movie. Yeah. And on paper I wouldn't. No. If I'm Nick Cage and I make five movies a year mm-hmm. and phone a lot of them in, I look at the script for this and I phone it the fuck in. <laughs> um, so, I mean, because, I mean, well, let's talk about the director. Mm-hmm. Um, Freaking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, Michael Sarnowski, mm-hmm. uh, he also wrote this movie. Yep, along with Vanessa Block. Do you know what he's done before this? No. Not a damn thing. Okay. You know what he's going to do, though, What's is that? The Quiet Place Part 3, oh. which is interesting. That I mean, I could see him. To, I'm I'm wondering why the other guy isn't going to do it, um, why he's moving on from it. But I could I could see him doing a Quiet Place movie mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. being off the hook. Yep, yep. Um, and he co-wrote it with uh, Vanessa Block. All she's ever done is pig. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He he's doing the spinoff of a Quiet Place. Oh, is it? I thought yeah, it was yeah. the Quiet Place three. No, no. He's doing a spinoff that's going to be. Uh... Directly on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay, interesting. Still, yeah. it's gonna yeah. be cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I like it. Uh, yeah, so like, you know, written by two people who've never written anything mm-hmm. before, directed by someone who's never directed anything before, yep. and, and not really done anything, and you're going to get Nick Cage to come do your movie. I'm like, I don't know how this all came uh, yeah, together. Yeah, I want to know. I mean, Nick Cage produced, helped produce it, so like, I want to know how this all got worked out. How do these Well, I mean, well, I mean, did I he mean, just get a production true, credit because he he's Nick Cage, you know? Credit, like, yeah. But how did this movie come together? That would be a great... I would love a short documentary, like behind-the-scenes documentary of how this movie came together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're talking about this being kind of a flop, but this is what I find interesting. Is, uh, so on Wikipedia, uh, they have the critic response area. Um, and so this has a 96 uh, uh, 96% on Rotten tra- Treasure. Rotten, ah. rotten Tomatoes. Hey, Shout Kai out Bobby. to Kai and <laughs> <laughs> Jim. Um, and then it holds an 8, 8.2 out of 10. So, yeah. I mean, it overall did fairly well. Oddly, um, only 6.9 on IMDb, which I think is yeah. a fine score. Yeah. I mean, 6.9 is, is not bad. Uh, IMDb is always kind of weird. Um, but yeah, and so then uh, on this page, I'm not going to read all the reviews, but I just think it's funny. It's like, po- so they have it broken up into positive and negative, right? I want you to take a look at it, and then we'll tell. Robert, look, look at this. Look, look, look. So here's the positives. Is this, yeah, all these yeah. Pod- paragraphs, and then and just one one sentence. One sentence, and yeah. this is what it read, says. Read the one sentence. Yeah, this yeah. is the negative. Which I'm like, Gary, that's the point, though. Gary, Gary Kramer is like in negative review. Uh, wrote, "Pig doesn't give viewers much to care about, other than perhaps the title character." And I'm like, Yeah, there's like two, three characters yeah. in this fucking and the movie. The point of this movie is the title. Yeah, like, this movie has the, the cast is literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine. And only people. three of them matter mm-hmm. in any way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just thought I was just like, what? Who? Who? You want us to? Because one of the one of the one of the uh, one of the uh, people is uh, diner waitress. Are we are we supposed to care about the diner waitress? Scary? Is that what you're so, saying? Okay, wait, can I ask a question? Did you identify the diner waitress? Wait, was it? Di- oh, diner waitress, not the diner runner. The, yeah. bre- the baker. Yeah. Okay, never mind. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the... So, also, just want to circle back to the Oscars. And I have a theory why this didn't get an Oscar nod, Robert. Because we actually talked about this this year with the Oscars. Mm-hmm. It's an hour and a half long. Yeah. Is there like a... It has to be two and a half it, it hours se- at it least. It seems like... Remember, <laughs> this year and last year, every single movie was yeah. over two hours. We were thankful when Belfast was just two hours. It seemed like Oscar movies, if you want your movie yeah. to be uh, up for an Oscar, you got to have it. Well, you got to have a runtime. As I've time. always said, if you want to you know, get a best picture, it needs to be a three-hour movie about the desert. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. so let's talk about uh, the few actors in here that are that are we're mm-hmm. talking about. First of all, Nick Cage. Yep. We're not going to go through his library because no. we would be here we, all week. Yeah, that, that'd be um, the episode. <laughs> but but let's, let's what, what would you say your favorite or top top few favorite Nicolas Cage movies are. I had I had to think about this. Um, oh, it's a th- it's definitely thing. It, it was pretty easy for um, me, but there's the you'll, you'll understand. So in a minute. my wh- I've always had a love for this movie. I don't know if it's his best movie, but I just I've always liked it. Um, so I'm, I'm in a little bit of toss up. My number or one of them is Con Air. Oh, easy choice. I've easy choice. Always yeah. loved Con Air. Fantastic. And there is no better scene. I know this sounds so fucked up. It sounds so dumb. But there is no better scene in Con Air other than at the end of the movie when after all the crisis has gone down and Nick Cage is stepping off the plane and they just have this close up shot of him like smiling in the sunset and his hair is just flowing, just flowing behind. <laughs> yeah. him. And I I don't know why. I always love that. Something like that. That's the money shot right there. <laughs> that's, that's it. Just Nick Cage up close, hair flowing, sun on his face. I'm like, that's it. You just, you just, <laughs> just nailed it. Um, so yeah, Con Air is definitely up there. I like I said, it part of it is just I just I don't know. I've always loved the movie. 
Um, his best movie? I don't know. I, I, or is it one well, of the best wait, It's hard to but, identify yeah. his best movie. It's what you personally The other like. one, though, that I really like is uh, little, little thing, little, 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 little black comedy, little, little, uh, little thing with Nick Cage and uh, what's his name? John Travolta. Nope. And Sam Rockwell. Little thing called Matchstick Men. Yeah, that's a fantastic yes. movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that in so I, long. I, Matt Stickman is just it's that a good is a time. great one. It is really fun. Great so the, con movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Th- so yeah, those are my two: Con Air, Matt Stickman. Um, I could I could watch those anytime. Like Con Air, I I'll be honest. I'm not sure if I've ever seen Con Air from beginning yeah. to end. No, it's, it's definitely always on been, that list of movies that you're flo- you're flipping through the channels yep. and you see it and you're like, yeah, I'll stick on this exactly. for a while. And sometimes you catch it at the beginning and then your mom's like, hey, we got to go to the store. She didn't get to finish it. And sometimes you come in midway. I've seen the whole movie. I've never <laughs> watched it through one time. But I'm always down to watch it. If I I mean, I don't have, I don't flip the channels anymore, but if I ever did, Con Air was on, I'd be like, yeah, we, we, should, we should stop here. Yeah. <laughs> like a place um, to be. I mean, I would I would say that's his uh, middle period. Mm-hmm, we're we're mm-hmm. in his late period yes. now. Um, yes. I'm going to pull one from his early period. Okay. I'm going to do Raising Arizona. Ooh. Okay, that is yeah. a movie. That was probably my introduction to Nicolas Cage. Really? Um, my dad owned it. And my dad kind of was that character in some ways. Mm-hmm. In and out of jail all the time. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like him just a little bit. Um, Are you saying this movie was about your father? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm a stolen, stolen sex tuplet from from Arizona or whatever. Uh, no, it's just you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, it's this crazy, scary motorcycle guy, and mm-hmm. and it, it was very funny. But you know, as I watch it older, I'm like, oh, there's really some some substance here. Yeah, and and that was definitely one of his early works. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so let let's let's move on and talk to our our second main character. I would say mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. played by Alex Wolf. Yep. Um, he hasn't really done a whole lot, lot, but notably he was in Old. Yeah. He played one of the. I haven't seen that movie because I really don't care anything it, about it, it, M Night yeah. Shyamalan stuff anymore. Um, but he was also in Jumanji. But he played one of the people on the outside, mm, which oh, is like yeah, a very yeah. very yeah. short. Um, thing, but apparently yeah. he's going to be in some other Jumanji stuff. I did, I think he did fantastic. Yeah. No, in he this did role, really good. You know, for what it was. I mean, you start out and he. He and I, on my because I watched it twice on my second view, and you see this. But at first, like he's he's just this deucey, you know, high up on himself character at first, until like we go on this adventure. <laughs> yeah, and then you realize like no, this kid has there's like some depth to him, and he's he's been through some shit, and he's yeah. dealing with some shit with his dad, and it's just like. Yeah, I, you grow you grow to really like him, at least in my opinion. Well, I mean, yeah. it's such an interesting character because like he's connected, but not very well. Yeah, and it's yeah. very much like in his father's shadow. Yep. kind of thing, which which you find out later in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, our last main character and our, I guess our villain yeah. is uh, Adam Arkin. Yeah, um, Darius. I love this actor. He's a, mm-hmm. he definitely doesn't do a lot of like main role stuff. No, uh, but fantastic. Uh, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Yep. Um, I know him from The West Wing. Um, I guess he was. I've never seen Chicago Hope, but I guess that was really his big career thing because he did hmm. 141 episodes of it. Damn. I guess he was the main character or something yeah, for no, several seasons. Damn. Um, he was also in a show called Life uh, that had three mm. seasons and yep. didn't finish. I really liked that yep. uh, that that show. I really wish that they had they had continued it, or if they did a reboot, that would be fantastic. Um, and then finally, I mean, I remember originally seeing him in the show Northern Exposure. From the eighties, mm, yeah. he played a kind of reoccurring character named Adam, 
no last name. He lived out in the woods. And oddly enough, he was a truffle hunter and <laughs> an amazing chef that just lived in the woods. Mm. So I'm just kind of like, is this is this character that uh, that Adam Arkin is playing? He, is he really just the, the Northern Exposure side? character? Yeah. Like he's moved to Portland and yeah. he's running the truffle game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a secret sequel, Robert. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, great, great cast there. Um, there's more people in the movie, obviously, um, but none of them. I will say though, um, all the secondary characters did do good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and one of them talking about uh, Edgar, who we yeah. meet earlier in the movie. Uh, it's played by Darius Pierce, but I spent a lot of the first movie or the first through going, is that, is that Paul Giamatti? Yeah, <laughs> it could have been Paul I know. Giamatti. It's I discount on, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, <laughs> I kept on thinking, is that Paul, that's Paul Giamatti? And I was like, no, it's not Paul Giamatti. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. It's like, yeah, Edgar, um, Darren Pierce did a great job, but I also spent a little bit of time going, man, it could have been Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Uh, man, I tell you who did it really. Uh, that probably my most memorable uh, secondary character mm-hmm. is the one played by David Nell. Mm. He plays he plays uh, the chef at the the really fancy restaurant. Yeah, with, like that he just completely destroys. Mm-hmm. Like now, my my favorite secondary character. She gets just a short little bit of screen time, but is Mac. Is she the is she the one see, who has the wine collection? See, no, oh. Mac is the one who when they they first go to start figuring out who stole the pig, they they oh you know, yeah, what are they, and Mac's like oh fuck, like Mac don't fuck around yeah, when it no, comes to she truffle was, pigs. She was very much like I ain't got time for you and right now. And then when she said then, it was a truffle pig, she was like fuck this shit, <laughs> let's go. And Mac was ready to ride or die in that instant. She did. She just yeah. met freaking Rob, and she's like we we going, we doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and then we are going to get into what this movie, or basically the meat and potatoes of this movie. Um, yeah, we'll be back. They're not real. You get that right? None of it is real. The critics aren't real. The customers aren't real. Because this isn't real. You aren't. Ah, oh, what a good scene that is. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, yeah, let's talk uh, about this movie. Yeah. Oh. Man, so you know what I forgot uh, okay. about before before we rewatched it is that it had like a three part system going. Yeah, yeah. Which was which was interesting. They broke it down with chapter one, chapter two, and chapter three. Did yep. you did you write down what each chapter was? I did write okay, down what each chapter not, was. But then now that you brought, it, I was like, ah, oh, we should have wrote that out. So at least <laughs> you got me covered. <laughs> All right. So what's uh, what's chapter one, Rob? Uh, it is rustic mushroom tart. Yes, yes, and, and it, it essentially like, and you don't know this at the beginning, but since these are all different, basically like different meals he makes throughout the thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. First of all, I want this cabin he's got in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I want no. this whole situation. Well, he's so got going I wrote on. down that one of the things that make it sounds weird, but one of the things that makes this like uh makes Nick Cage really fit for this role is there's a part of me. There's a small part of me that could see Nick Cage one day just fucking off into the woods and just that's that. Like no one yeah, knows what never he's doing. Like I could see it sounds weird, but like I feel like if one day I heard, yeah, Nick Cage just one day just he just said he quit Hollywood, packed up and just headed out into the wilderness, I'd be like, 
Yeah, it makes sense. Like, yeah. like I wouldn't be surprised. And, and then also, he did his job. Yeah, and I also <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if like 10, 15 years later, someone came out of the woods with Nicolas Cage looking for his truffle pig. Yeah. I'd be like, sounds about right. Like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, there, there, there was a director that like, uh, the one who did the th- the Thin Red Line. Mm-hmm. And like every one of his movies like Oscar worthy, yeah, right? Yeah. Except for his last one. Yeah. But he did the Thin Red Line and then he just disappeared mm-hmm. off for like 30 years. <laughs> like nobody knew where he was or what happened to him and then he came back and gave us like uh the life seat or whatever the hell yeah. that movie was that was terrible but like critically acclaimed at mm-hmm. the same time yeah uh but yeah so this movie opens up very peacefully like i said beautifully shot really well shot but really just just nick cage and his pig just going a little bit of truffle hunt yep um, eating dirt yeah eating dirt and just getting to figure it out and one thing i put is like i said i wrote this down like even there's like there's no real talking it's very quiet and like it's still if you if you've only seen the cover or like the the box art of this movie and then you watch the beginning of this movie, you still are like, is this is this a horror movie? Like you're <laughs> even doing this. Well, and he's just coming scene. off Mandy too, yeah, which was yeah. like very horrific, and mm-hmm. and, and uh, also Willie's Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, I I still I mean I knew it wasn't at the, by this point, but still I'm just like I could very easily still be like, oh this is. This is a horror movie. Well, I, I mean, for me, it starts out as like your very tropey uh, ex ex special forces guy who's uh, living yeah. in the woods yeah. because he's done with this shit, and mm-hmm. some CIA guy's gonna come find him to bring him back. Yeah, yeah. Like instead, yeah. it's some punk kid. But no. Uh, so <laughs> then, then they they like I said, they they show the the part of him making the food. Um, very well shot. Uh, oh, so, so so I've got something to then, admit here. Okay, though. I've never had a truffle. Neither have I. Well, I, I don't know what the... It's not my budget, I it, guess. It's, I don't understand. Are they that good? I, I mean, I have questions from this movie because the way truffle the truffle game is shot in this movie, I mean, it seems like it's like drug kingpin territory. It is absolutely... My and, understanding is absolutely like that. Okay. And then, like, he... At, I mean, this is jumping to but at one point, or he basically offered him $25,000 for a truffle pig. And I'm like, are truffles that good are they are they see that's that's different though because if we're gonna jump to the end and by the way this is the moment where you want to run the fuck away from spoilers yeah if you're if you're gonna watch this movie this is where you pause it right now yeah uh you know at first i thought he was offering him money for the pig but it's really that pig's gone yeah true. at this point and he's just trying to get him uh, to go away and he probably feels bad about it in some way yeah but all throughout this all throughout this like they like I mean, it's freaking like like. The- I mean, like like a black truffle or white truffle or whatever. Like some of those things can be worth like a million dollars. I watched, and so like a pig that could find yeah. something like that on a daily basis. I, I watch I watch cooking shows and uh, our cooking competitions, and they'll, they'll whip out like the truffle, and these people like this is what I don't understand is like okay if this is such a, a I mean I guess it's just you're just that good of a chef I guess it's like they're like this elusive of a thing it's like. I've never had. I, I like to cook. I love to do a little cook. I've never had opportunity to cook with a truffle. So if you threw me on a cooking show and handed me a truffle, I want to know what the fuck to do with it. But these people are like, ooh, truffle. I'm gonna just do a couple shavings of this. Yeah, apparently you just it shave it onto anything. Yeah. and it makes it a million times. Or better. you mix it in. Like I've seen like people like mix it into different like. Uh, I mean, there's there's really no reason I shouldn't get a truffle to just fuck around with it. But they're yeah. expensive. Yeah, I was about to say the reason is you, do you got the money? Do you have truffle money, Robert? <laughs> uh but anyways, so yeah. Uh so I watched this movie. Uh I started watching this movie on our favorite site. Um that we will not name unless you pay us on Patreon. No. <laughs> but uh I ended up finishing it on Hulu or watching it my second time on Hulu because uh I was 
you know, I'd pull up the site on my laptop and then mm-hmm. I would cast it to my TV. And for some reason, the uh, it gets the site that site can't do casting well, where it will play and one is the audio will get un- unsynced. Yeah. And then also it will do this thing where like, I saw the, the the scene like where uh, it's it? free, Don Ellis. I know, free. but the scene where uh, the deuce bad kid. Something I can't remember his name, but the first time we get introduced to him, he pulled up and he got out of the car and he like chides the pig and watched the house and that. And then it like did that scene three times and repeat, kept jumping back to him, pulling up. <laughs> so I watched it on Hulu the second time. Uh, and the, the, who, the character's name is Amir. Amir, yes, the city kid. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, so on Hulu, I think this is kind of interesting. Is this movie? Its genre is listed as a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no. I don't. Uh, it's just. It's a drama. It's a drama. Crime drama. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, so made his food. Uh, this is a small thing, but he he cooks in a cast iron skillet, and then he uh, he makes himself up a plate, and then he puts the skillet down for his. Oh, I was very eat. worried about the skillet as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I, I cook with a cast iron skillet. Love my cast iron skillet. They retain heat for a long time. They do. And they do. when he starts feeding his pig, I was like, that pig ain't know how to not touch that. I'm like, you gonna burn that? Pig? I mean, of course. Also, you know. those cast irons getting ruined. Yeah, yeah. Like the pig will eat the cast the skillet, man. Have you ever had a pig? They're ferocious. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah. He's just chilling with his pig, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, Amir, the city kid, shows up. Yep, shows up in his Camaro. And, and I love that he never says suit. a word to him. Yeah. He yeah. just doesn't say a single word. The guy just comes, talks to him, picks up his stuff, and just drives off. Yeah. Well, no, no. He talks He talks to uh, Rob. Rob won't talk yeah, back Yeah, Rob to doesn't him. say a word I love that him. he's yeah. like trying, like, you sure you don't want, like, a portable shower or something, man? Maybe a cell phone? Um, but like I said, this kid pulls up the like, Camaro wearing a nice suit. And, I mean, he is putting on airs, as we learn. Uh, but later on, we get to see his apartment. And this kid, I mean, he got his Camaro, nice clothes. His apartment is like a uh, yeah. condo or something. Yeah. Like, but his again, dad's rich. Yeah, but I don't. is his dad paying for all this? Or I is imagine this a truffle somewhat. game? I'm just yeah. like, is the truffle game this good? The truffle game is that good, man. <laughs> Some of those truffle um, farmers in like Italy and stuff, they're billionaires. Yep. Yeah. And so the thing, though, like I said, so they don't talk and they're not like friends or anything. And I just really want to know. I really want to know. How did these two? Yeah. Meet? How did yeah. these two meet? Because I'm like, he's. We find out that he's been out in the woods for 15 years, and I'm like, when did? The, at what point did this kid meet him? I imagine not. Like, if he's been out in the woods and he barely comes back, like, what? The kid just roaming around the woods, bumps into a strange guy with a pig in the woods, and be like, hey, can you get me some trout? Like, well, and I, I don't know how these two met. Well, let's go the let's go a step a step further and go. Why is he even doing the truffle game? Our main kid, Robin here. Oh. Like, yeah, like yeah. what does he need the money? It seems it seems like throughout this movie he's probably got a lot of money, and think, and he's living a pretty I think, cheap lifestyle. From what I got, because the kid like drops off some groceries and stuff, and so my thought is this: is he's literally doing the truffle game, and because he wants to he wants to live this life away from everybody. Yeah, and so for whatever reason he decided I'm okay with dealing with this Amir kid. I don't know why, because at the beginning, it seems like he can't stand him. But still, I'm going to get through this Amir kid. So what I'll do is I'll give him that off that's too good to be true. You come bring me a couple groceries and some yeah. stuff, and I give you gotcha. some trophies. So that way he truffles, doesn't have to go And to then the I don't have to deal with anybody yeah. else. And so that's the only thing I could think. But I still want to know, how did this deal get set up? How did they meet? How do they arrange this? Like, why would he even? Like, it just seems so weird. I mean, there's more universe to explore here in many mm-hmm. in many ways. Yeah. Uh, so it, here is something uh, maybe debatably is a, a negative on this movie. 
Okay. How convenient is it that he just happens to plop in the tape of his wife so that way we get that plot point? Yeah. Like, yeah. so that we find out that he's lost his wife mm-hmm. and he's very sad about it. But then again, you could also make the case that he probably puts that tape in there every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which, exactly. when he gets home, he puts the tape back in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of like, ah, that's a little too, too on the nose that, yeah. that that happens at this moment in the film. Um, but yeah, so Amir leaves and then basically we just back to him and his pig. They're getting ready to go to bed. He's wearing some of those old fashioned pajamas. Dude, and they are dirty. I'm like, watch those fuckers, man. I mean, dude, that's one thing I was thinking about this whole movie is because he's riding around in this Camaro with a mirror. They they go to a couple different restaurants. They go to a really fancy restaurant. He must smell like shit. And all these places he's going, I'm just like, come on. Come yeah. on. He like because like I said, one thing Amir says is like he he doesn't have a shower out there. And I, I mean he, we do at the beginning see him bathing in a river, yeah. but still, I, I dude, the dude must the dude must smell to high heaven. Yeah, and there were so many opportunities for him to take a shower, and I'm just like, do yeah. it, do just it. Just take do a quick it. shower. Just <laughs> take like, a quick I shower. I feel crusty just watching this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um so he gets he gets visited in the night. Yep. And uh, they steal his pig, and boy, that's pig pig screaming sounds. Oof. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. And they just friggin' like. And so here's the thing: they even once again, this movie was two inches away from being a different kind of Nicolas Cage movie, where he's the old grizzled vet who's going on a killing spree to get his pig back. Because literally in this scene, he grabs a big old knife. And he like is about to charge him, and then he gets hit by a shovel. And the whole thing is like, yeah, you could easily, if you keep everything the same from the beginning to this scene, and he just spin off into a violent revenge yep. tale, yep. it would just flow just as easily. Into well, that and movie. then later on, when he gets to like the underground fight club, Which, ooh, we got I, I was like, oh, he's about to pop off. Yeah, but I know nope, he just gets his ass beat. I thought, here we go, we gonna find out some shit. Like, nope, he's gonna get the. And that's why one of the things that makes this movie so awesome is that like it just. You think you know where it's going to go, and then it just like, nope, we're going to veer off in that other direction. But it all still works, and it yep. all ties into each other. Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, so he 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 finally wakes up in the morning after I, getting I his ass kicked. I love the shot, how they do this, where it's the camera shot from underneath yeah. the van. Like, I just thought that was a great, great shot right um, there. But um, he, he goes out to his old pickup truck, and yep. he starts out. I'm like, I'm surprised that thing started. Why did he start that generator? That's what I was trying to figure. Like he goes out, he starts up like a pool stream. Oh, because he needed to he needed to get electricity to the battery. Battery. Well, the generator is like still running when he drives off in the truck. Like it's like well, he's he's I he doesn't need yeah. the generator anymore. He just let it run. Um, but yeah, so he gets that truck running, but it doesn't make it far. Which yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> and so he walks into town. I just, I just love when he walks into the diner and he's like, "Is Marge here?" And he's like, "Marge died ten years ago." I just love that <laughs> moment. And he just kind of stands up and is like, "Oh." Yeah. It's like it's like you got uh, a phone. Yeah. It's like you gonna order something. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> but I love that the woman like the woman can tell like this man isn't going anywhere, and she's like, I just like you can tell like she let him use his her phone because he's like, I I don't have time for this shit today. Like I I don't have time to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice a nice little Tom Waits playing in the diner there? I, I very, very, very mood setting. I feel like this is a very Tom Waits yeah. kind of kind of feeling movie for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and so then uh then we just kind of move on. He get he calls he calls Amir, and Amir shows up, which I mean, I guess like I said, this is his 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 uh his golden sure. golden golden goose. goose yeah. yeah, so I guess that makes sense. But still, I like. Did you see in this scene the first time? And you don't see it any other time. At this point, he doesn't care. But that Amir has a seat covered. 
<laughs> he, he had the seat cover like, yeah, this guy's getting in my car, but we will make yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm surprised they let him in the I car. I know. <laughs> you ride on top. But uh, and so they drive out, and this is where we get introduced to my favorite side character. Drives out to, I, I guess this is somebody, like another person he gets truffles from? Because it, it seems that I way. I mean, it's, he knows the people. Yeah. You know. But she basically says, I don't talk to Bob. No, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. He does get he does get truffles from her. Yeah. yeah. So, this is, you know, this is this is uh, Rob's competition. No. <laughs> but anyways, and so since the, uh, her, he, we meet up with Mac at running her little, her little and it seems like it's like a, a hippie drug lady. On the other side oh, of yeah. And like, but no, it's the truffle game. It's not drugs. It's the truffle game That's up right. in this business. Um, but yeah, basically they, they go there and basically like, hey, some uh, some tweakers in a green truck. Stole a pig, and Mac doesn't give a rat's ass until she's like, what kind of pig? And that's when he's like, truffle pig. And all of a sudden, Mac is just full on. Like, she's like, I forget. She's yeah, like, she won like, fast. I know. She's like, Liam, watch the shop. Like, if any of you guys mess with Liam, I'll freaking kill you. Like, this lady just, the flip, the switch gets flipped, and she's like, let's go. And they, they just ride off to meet, meet the two tweakers. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I just love... I just love this this opening scene of this like it just feels very much like like a mob sort of thing of when she's sitting there with a the tweaker and she's like now I know you guys got nothing like I feel yeah. like at any moment <laughs> she's gonna pull out a gun and shoot one in the head yeah, like y'all just made a mistake it's mm-hmm. okay but why is why are they so we find out later that Adam is the one who who hired the tweakers to steal the pig. Yep, yeah. Why is he going to hire these tweakers? I have like no he doesn't idea. have like somebody a little bit more, yeah, you know, he doesn't professional. Have a guy for this that isn't going to accidentally kill the pig. Yeah, I feel like, like he has money to like why yeah. tweakers. Very um, odd choice. Yep. Anyways, uh, they basically say a guy, uh, a city guy. Which I'm like, I love how like a city guy, and then he's like, take me to the city, like, and I, even the yeah, kid he's is gonna like, find the he's guy. Gonna, he's gonna find that you're gonna ask everybody in Portland, and I mean, we're almost. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have if that was the choice. Um, uh, but yeah, they get they get they go to Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, we we get a scene in the car where, like I said, we kind of see that the fakeness of this kid where he's listening to this, you know, he's in his Camaro and he's listening to like this pretentious classical music seminar thing. I just love that. Freaking Rama's like, this is garbage. Just turns it off. Yeah. And the kid well, turns I mean, it off. I didn't feel like it, it was. I don't feel like it was stupid. I feel like he was. He was literally. He was actually trying to learn about classical music. Maybe. You know. I mean, look, he works in the high end truffle business. Yeah, you know, yeah. in the high end restaurant game. You know. Yeah. It seems like something you would want to know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Then uh. Yeah. We go to the city. And this is where we meet Paul Giamatti. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he goes into this like homeless tent mm-hmm. or something. And there's just a guy sitting at a desk yep. in this in this falling apart tent, whose name is Edgar. Yep. Crime once again, crime undertones. Like I'm this the truffle game, the 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 the, the chef truffle cooking game, man. Seems like well, it's I mean, like this is a di- this guy's a different level. He's re- this is really the the your your drug, not your drug, but your your underground criminal. This to is the, some extent. I mean, like, he's running an underground fight club for chefs. For, <laughs> well, no, so for restaurant weird. workers, not for just restaurant, chefs. Yes, for restaurant. And I'm just like, uh, so when I first see this scene where like these restaurant workers are at this underground fight club, I was like, what? When did this? But then I remember when I worked in. My, I mean, look, it's a very specific crime he's given. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I saw the scene. I'm like, why would restaurant workers have an underground fight club? That doesn't make any sense. But then I remember back to my days. I, I worked in a Thai yeah. restaurant, and uh, I was like. Oh yeah, we we started up a backyard boxing. <laughs> so like maybe this is something all chefs and restaurant workers do is they just get together, and beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, this is kind of when we get 
our first, when the movie starts to turn. Yeah. And we start to get a look at this underground, more underground world mm-hmm. going on. And it's like, it's very pretentious. Because I yeah. love how it's like, they, you go to the fight club, but then like all the people watching are like these hips, like rich techno hipsters. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so basically he meets Edgar and Edgar basically tells him, you don't mean anything anymore. Like you used to be a somebody, you don't mean anything. And he also says to uh, Amir, he's like, do you even know who that is? Um, which could be, is something that comes up later. Um, but yeah, basically, because like, yeah, he's somebody somebody big or used to be somebody big. Um, but yeah, so Edgar doesn't really give him anything. Um, and so they end up going to a rest, another restaurant, um, later that night at midnight. Um, and they just, I just love how like they just walk in and it's walk. Like I think about my restaurant that I worked in, like if any, some, especially some homeless looking beat up dude just came walking into our back room and went into our storage room and be like, excuse me. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, what the hell's no, going on? No, man, I would, I mean, yeah, I guess Nick Cage, is his character stands out. Yeah. But, dude, there, I, I bet I could just walk through the back of a kitchen mm. and just nobody would stop me. Mm, yeah, I mean, our kitchen, we had that happen a few times. We were always like, what the hell's going on? Hey, hey, you, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and sometimes it turned out like, oh, it's some dude to, like, fix the walk-in or something. But, like, a lot of times we were like, what the hell are you doing back here? Um, but he's um, looking for the Hotel Portland. Yep, the Hotel Portland, which is underground um they basically just like in in seattle how we yeah. there's the underground seattle where basically instead of you know rebuilding the city they're just like well we just pave over that so so was there a time jump because my my impression was that he went straight from edgar's some from talking to edgar in the tent to this no no they the, when they leave he's like what time is it i don't have a watch and he's like it's nine he's like what are we doing oh, like, okay he's like we're waiting till midnight so yeah because the first because when they get jump. to the underground nightclub the first thing i ask is how did they beat edgar beat them there yeah but i didn't know edgar i didn't had three that. hours uh-huh. um but yeah so they get underground and edgar is having just underground fights for restaurant workers um as robert puts it and a, and a uh, bunch of hipsters betting on it. yeah a bunch of people betting on it um and one thing that Robin says, and then we also see this, is the bigger you are, the more people bet on you. And the thing I'm wondering is like, but why though? Because my thing is, this is like, yeah, it has I, nothing to do with how yeah, your fighting skills. How good of a chef you are has nothing to do with your. Because I think I think about like at the restaurant I worked at. The well, best. I mean, I guess if you're, you know, there's there's a certain like, oh, it's my favorite team. To I it, guess. you know, like, but like if you're if you're a Seahawks fan, you don't bet against the Seahawks. Yeah, but the Seahawks also are a professional sports team, and if if the Seahawks were suddenly going into a cooking competition, I would not. And there was, you know, a professional chef there. I'm not betting on the Seahawks to cook a better meal than the professional chef. <laughs> like to each, like, yeah, if this was a chef competition, yeah, I'm betting the best chef. But in a fighting competition, like, because I like I said, I worked in a restaurant, and if we were going off of who was the best chef, obviously the owner of the restaurant, he was the best out of all of us, but he was also, you know, in his fifties and had a little bit of a hunch back at this point. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure any of us could take him. No, <laughs> like, man, those, those guys, he, he would have he stomped you, man. He would have had fists like bricks. <laughs> I, I want the, I want the anime of this world. I want that. Yes. Where the chefs the and underground food workers that are fight fighting cl- fight club. Oh, yes. This has anime written all oh, over that it. That sounds fantastic. And I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't already exist. Oh, that sounds. Because I know there is an anime where they have, they like fight with food, There's food but no, wars. but they don't There's actually. Food yeah. Wars. But yeah, one where like yeah, just the the secret like by day you're a chef at night you're in the and you're showing up to work having it kind of like uh what is it kind of like uh. 
was it? Um, 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 watch that movie. Watch that movie. Edward Norton. Uh, Fight Club. Yeah, like yeah, Fight yeah. Club. You're showing up to work. You're, you're, you're at the work the next day. And people are like, dude, what the fuck happened? Why are you all beat up? And you're just like, mm. you know, <laughs> no one talks about it. But all the rest of the chefs know. And they're like, hey, good fight last night. Yeah. Good fight. You know what I would like? I would have liked to have seen them tie this into John Wick. And like when he shows up, John Wick is having a fight and then he walks <laughs> off. Like that would have been super funny. Uh, um, okay, so I couldn't tell what they were betting with because it wasn't money. It, that's right. Was it to playing know. cards? It's like they, they, they're putting on these pink pieces of paper. They aren't, were, they, were they pink? Because I thought they were just bloody. Oh, they looked pink to me. If they're blo- if they're pink, then they're they're like order slips. Maybe that from one. like restaurant order slips, hmm. like that you put on the spike. Yeah, and stuff basically basically checks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought because what they look like to me, and I'm like, this would be the dumbest thing in the world. Is they look like bus transfers. <laughs> I was like, are you guys that desperate to get home? Like, no one can get home. <laughs> like, betting bus transfers. Uh, uh, a hard, hard game in mass transit in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love that they get like the tiniest guy to fight him. Yeah, and Nick well, Cage is just like towering over uh, him. Uh, so the two things is one is he walks up and he writes, you know, Robin Field up on the board. Yep. And the thing that I love uh, that this movie does so well is like. They they don't we have no idea why Robin Field is important. Yeah, like but they let the movie explain it to us Absolutely. as we go because yeah. like everybody's suddenly revered like oh my god it's Robin Field so like we as the viewers know okay Robin Field is a serious dude but we still don't know why yeah. and like it it just gradually comes out through the movie yeah at this like point that. we don't know that he's a chef no we don't or All that he know, had like a fancy restaurant the the best restaurant apparently yeah um but yeah. Then I just, I was like, why, why, uh, like this dude, like I get like, it's supposed to be a fight, but why this dude seemed to have like some, this short dude to beat up, had some grudge against him. Like he's going to town on him. He wants to be the guy who he, well, he's got a little small man syndrome in him. Yeah. But also he wants to be the guy that took down Chef Feld. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, man, I thought it was just such an amazing choice in writing to have him take a dive. Yeah. And basically the reason he does is because the Edgar's going to get the payout yep. for it. Yep. And then Edgar can tell him what the pig. And I'm like, why the hell does Edgar know anything about the pig situation? Why does everybody, everybody seem to know Everybody who he talks to. Because that's what's what going I know. Like, this pig. Like, I was going to talk about Adam hires the tweakers. And I'm like, okay, why is anybody else in this loop? Yeah. Anybody else? Like, Edgar, the 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 one dude, David, that he goes talk to. Like, everybody. I'm like, how do you know about the... Yeah. Is he bragging to everyone that he got a pig stolen? Or stole a pig? Um, but uh, what I was going to say is... Um, Oh, crap. Now I can't remember what I was going to say. Some... I, I can't even remember what I was going to say. Fantastic. Let's What's part on. two? Oh, yeah. What is part two? Uh, Mom's French toast and deconstructed scallops. Yes. Yes. Um... So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Amir, basically, after he gets the crap kicked out of him, they go back to Amir's place. Uh, to sleep and him to recover some and, and not take a fucking shower and, and not take a shower. Yep. And then uh, Amir cooks some breakfast. And like now that Amir knows that he's Robin filled, like he's like he's in awe and he starts explaining to him like about his parents. And one of the things he says is like, I- I've been I've been to some really nice restaurants. I've had some, yeah, I've had some I've had some really good food. I've had some really yeah. good food at different places. But still, he's like, my parents came home. They were like for the first time in years, they were happy. They were laughing I'm like. What is this food that changed? The yeah. Place? And the other thing is he talked. Well, about, we get to see it later. Yeah. But then a little bit later, he's talking about how his mom was talking about it for years up until she died. As he yeah. it. And so, and so I'm like, what is this food that for years after? I mean, life, but what's the most expensive meal you ever had? Have you ever had a single like 
entree for five hundred dollars. No, uh, the most like, expensive thing I ever. Had. I would talk like, about that for quite and it was some like time. Fifty bucks. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my like goodness. what? Like the restaurant level that we're talking about here? You're gonna pay like five hundred thousand dollars a course. Yeah, like. I mean, it's gonna be memorable. I guess. I mean, that's why it's five star Michelin shit. You know. Yeah, yeah. Which I would imagine it was a Michelin star restaurant. Oh yeah, he had to have. A um, but star. yeah, I mean, I could have. I could, I mean, it's it was important later on to yeah. hear this story. But at first, I when I first hear it, I'm just like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. I don't care anything about this. It's like, but then it's really important to get this information. But you kind of almost don't want to pay attention to it because it's so boring. Yeah. And it's like I just don't care and not invested. Yeah. Because you but don't know at where... this point that Amir's dad is the guy who took the pick. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but this is also where we we steer into a great part. Uh, did you have a clip for this, Robert, or the the the, the earthquake? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just because yeah. <laughs> I just love the dude is talking about his mother and kind of going deep and stuff, and then. Are, are, you want me to play this clip? It's like 40 seconds long. For, we can do 40. We can do a 40 All right. All right. Clip. We're going to do a long clip. So enjoy this. It's going to be a long clip. This is right after the guy is done talking about his mother. Anyone who survives that just waiting. Five minutes later, they'll look up and they'll see a wave. Ten stories high. And then all of us, everyone, it's all going to be at the bottom of the ocean. Again. You should use stale bread for French toast. <laughs> <laughs> Just perfect delivery like, from Nick Cage. And on this. so there was, we missed a little bit at the beginning. Is basically he says, like, "Oh yeah, because you that, this clip would have been yeah. five minutes long." But he's like, you, "He's like, you don't have to care." Basically, when this guy's talking about his mom committing suicide, and then he goes into this thing about how there's gonna, you know, and this is like something that is actually talked about for in real life here on the West Coast, is that at some, we're due for a massive earthquake. Oh, yeah, and it's gonna shift going everything to, by like six feet. Yeah, yeah, destroy everything and all that stuff. And so he basically goes into like, yeah, that earthquake's gonna hit, and then he's like, if you're lucky enough to survive, and that's when he gets to the whole five minutes later, there'll be a giant wave. <laughs> and I just love, and then he just, oh, and also you use, but uh, talk about that earthquake, what, that wave that he talks about. Yeah. That's only the nice thing about being in Washington and not Oregon, is because little peninsula yeah we still have to don't get me wrong we still have to deal with the earthquake part but we don't have to worry about the wave yeah we're fine from the well, hey, we where, where, where we where we live we don't have to deal with the wave but i mean yeah. it's gonna affect us it's gonna shut down power oh, yeah, no, everything's gonna be fucked displace like, people i'm just like, saying if we survive the earthquake then we just get to live in a city state yeah uh, the state instead of i being feel like i live in a wave. place where i can get out before the real rush gets mm, <laughs> happens mm-hmm. like, <laughs> i mean yeah i'm on the the, the edge a little bit i mean i guess you could be linwood better but where i'm in monroe i could just get my oh yeah just head out east and be like i'm out (laughs) man i don't know man you live next to the prison they're gonna be shutting that shit down Oof, yeah like they're gonna all have all the roads closed and stuff i'm gonna need to get going as soon as i can like as soon as that earthquake hits i gotta be like you gotta be in the car before it stops (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway he goes back to visit his old house yep um, which which i guess he sold and and 
I yeah, I just where, don't know how he gets away with talking to yeah, this kid. I'm like, where are this kid's parents? parents yeah, because I'm like, if I because what I imagine is that uh, was is that he he's in 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 the in the house. Uh, I mean, is that the parent is like, you know, the kid's like, hey, mom, I'm going to go sit on the back porch and play my little pan drum. And he's like, cool, leave the door open so I can hear you while I cook dinner or whatever's going on. And then when you hear your kid talking to some stranger on your back porch, you're just like, nah, it's okay. Yeah. I, especially <laughs> a dirty old homeless say, man with say, blood all over him. The fact that no one, like, yeah, maybe you were like, oh, he's talking to a friend. You at least should take a look. And then you see the dirtiest, beat up homeless dude. You're yeah. like, oh my God. Um, we just talking about trees out here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while this is going on, though, uh, basically he, because they got some information from Edgar, um, and he, he has a mirror, get him some reservations at this restaurant. Um, and this is where we go and we meet David. Yeah. And the, one is this restaurant. This restaurant is just so, uh, I, I, I like, I know that this is a really, like, I would hate to eat at this place. Yeah. Like, they're just giving you, so what we're going to do, you're going to experience this blah, blah. I'm like, just give me my food. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me about the experience and the journey I'm about to take. Like, I mean, I but who knows? If you're paying $200 a plate, you want to know about guess, the experience and the journey. I guess. Uh, but I personally yeah, couldn't pretentious stand this food. restaurant. Pretentious yep. food. Um, and then also, I just, like, I want to know, I don't care if you have a reservation. Uh, how? How did they get in this restaurant? You roll up to the, even if you have a reservation, you roll up to this restaurant, this pretentious they had a reservation. High it doesn't matter. You got the most homeless, scruffiest, smelly looking, beat to shit man standing with you. They're not, they have a dress code. They're not good. They won't let you into these this restaurants. This is Portland, Donnell. They they this won't. is Portland. That's matter. just standard hippie they, attire. They won't <laughs> let you into these restaurants wearing sneakers, Robert. Okay, you could be dressed perfectly fine wearing sneakers. They ain't letting you in. But oh, <laughs> man, just beat to shit, looking like a piece of crap, smelling to high heaven. Oh, here, have a table well, right look, next it's to just lunch donnell it's not dinner <laughs> uh but yeah he he has the chef come to talk to him and mm-hmm. i let he just destroys this guy he's yeah. like why didn't you open your pub i mean here's like my none thing, of this though. none of what you're doing matters i feel like there should be like a, a little side story or something that we hear that david you know realized yeah and he closed down his pretentious restaurant and he opened his pub like that's what i want to hear yeah, yeah epilogue is that david? I, feel, I feel like yeah a that, good end to that in, story in my mind that's what happened, you know, is David realized after talking with his his hero and realizing, like, what am I doing? What what the hell am I doing? He went and opened his, his pub, selling, which I will say, his, his signature disc. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm on board with you, man. His, his liver scotched eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, but I do think you should open your pub. Uh, but, yeah, and so basically, what is, like, every, and once again, like I said, the truffle game is like a gang out, out there because everybody is scared of of his father. Yeah. And then the other thing is also when Amir's getting the reservation, the the kid like also is like is there territory because the kid is like dude, you know that's your father's territory. I'm like yeah. you carving up cities now? This is like I feel like it's some <laughs> gang warfare. Like I just feel like you you, you know there's some blood Look, his stuff, dad's definitely so. killed a fucker. <laughs> for sure. There's there's a dead body buried somewhere. <laughs> or was baked into pies or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. So they find out that the kid's dad is the one that took the pig. Yeah. Um, so they kind of split up at this point. Yeah. He basically uh, gets upset with them because basically, and it turned out kind of to be true, but he sees it that it's his his fault that his father uh, stole his pig. Um, so they fall out. Uh, he terrifies a man over his bike. I feel sorry for that dude. Yeah, <laughs> he, just, ah! yeah he totally just stole that dude's bike. <laughs> 
Um, and and, the, and but they screams they, at him like a crazy homeless yeah. dude. And he he heads off to go see the 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 dad Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kid goes to see his mom. Yeah. And this again, this was another scene where I was kind of like, I don't really know why they're doing this or what they're putting in. But until, again, it's a really important yeah, scene. Until, I mean, the part where the end part where he's like, why won't he just let you die? Like, mm. essentially, like, because he earlier says that his mom committed suicide. Yeah. And then we find out that she's still alive on life support. But it's because, like, she's not there. And the yeah. dad is just keeping her alive. And so I'm like, that's like, I put down like this got into a dark place really quick. I was just like, I mean, this it was already a serious drama, but this part was like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. We're getting some heavy shit here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like. Well, I mean, like, the important thing we get from this scene is that he he says, hey, I met the guy who made that meal you really yeah. liked. And that's when we get that. That's when everything comes together of mm-hmm. like why it was important that we, we got the previous talk about his yeah. life story and going to see the mom. And then later on, that you know, he makes the same meal for, yeah, for the dad. Yeah. Um, but while he's there with the dad, who's just like full on kingpin. Yeah, total vibes, kingpin. Yeah. Sitting there, he's like, I like, but you know, this is just business sort of deal going on. And offers up 20 or uh, 15, then 20,000. Then he's like, what about 20? It was like 20 million or something, he says. Or And I uh, love the, the subtle acting from Nick Cage here because he, for a second, yeah, he thinks about it. Yeah, he's like twenty million. He's like, do I care about that pig? Twenty million dollars? Like that's a lot of money. Yeah, like there's yeah. not a lot. I, I mean, Donnell, I'm gonna be honest. I kill you for twenty million dollars. <laughs> I won't even hesitate. So okay, this is completely off topic, but it is something I think about. Is I watch true crime things, and they'll always be talking about like either sometimes it'll be like people who are doing like a failed or the cops caught them before, and they're like hiring a hitman but it's a fake cop or then sometimes like people who did hire a hitman and I always hear like, Oh, you know, 10,000, $20,000. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Maybe this is why I'm not a hitman. And this is a good thing. But I'm like, I'm sorry if I'm going to risk going yeah. to jail for the rest of my life or the electric chair, you're going to have to hook me up. Like I'm not killing anybody for $10,000. Yeah. $10,000 $10, doesn't even get me, get, get me a car except for a used car. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to have to lay down, at least a couple six figures, if yeah. not in the millions. So yeah, whenever I hear stuff like, well, because it's always a cop, yeah, and and a cop knows like, well, even no, no, no. Li- you know, the people who hire hitmen are either your billionaires or your everyday Joe trying to get your wife killed because yeah. you don't want to share the money in the divorce, and it's like they don't have two million dollars to spare they've only got 10 grand I've to put seen, towards i've this. seen some because like i said it comes through kind of like people who got caught after hiring a hitman and like i've seen some where like you know they'll do like 50 to a hundred thousand but it's always like you gotta accept after the life insurance comes through <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i'm just like yeah i just I'm, I'm not not that i'm looking to kill anybody but like you said 20 million i might kill somebody for 20 thousand <laughs> no i ain't killing nobody for twenty thousand. you fucking kidding me that's not gonna set me up for life <laughs> uh so so we find out that he doesn't need to pick to find truffles yep which is interesting I and mean, but and the thing that I find weird, maybe I did think about it. Maybe it's just that the dad found out the kid was getting truffles, and not specifically that it was from um, Robin uh, Field. Because I, I think he was just trying to take out competition. That's what it sounds like. At first, I was thought it was he was going after Robin Field's pig, and I was like, how did he know it was Robin Field when the kid didn't even know? But yeah, no, I think it was like yeah. Well, no, the Which, kid knew who he was. No, he didn't know who he was. Are you sure? Yeah, because huh. it, it wasn't until he wrote up on the board that he was Robin Fields. And then the kid was like, oh, my God. It's like when he, at the Fight Club. He writes mm, up his name. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but I will say, like, yeah, I think that like, it's really crazy. And I'm also like, 
what kind of I mean we kind of get the, this throughout the story that he's not a great dad and you know really about the business over his family but still I'm like what kind of dad are you that you're like I don't I don't want my kid to succeed um, yeah so I'm gonna go out of my way to ruin his business and I was like that's just that's some that's some fucked up shit yeah because he wants them to come work bad. for him he doesn't yeah. want him to be out there on his own uh, what's with the Seattle hate yeah, I don't think I'd be so hateful yeah. on Seattle. They, I, Look, I, Portland, I do love you more pretentious than us. I just like when they get back together though. Like they, they, they basically the dad basically or the dad tells him he doesn't even offer him. He's like, listen, tomorrow somebody's gonna drop off twenty five thousand dollars. I never want to see you again. Is the, the way that his conversation with dad. And then he goes outside and the kid's waiting for him. And he's like, I thought you could use my use your ride. And he's like, yeah. And they're just standing there and I just love the kid is like, like this conversation happened at, yeah. at in the morning at breakfast and now it's probably like midday. And I don't know where the kid's like. We could go to Mount Hood. <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> and then I just love the kids like, Mount Hood's an active volcano, so it'll probably erupt. And he's like, oh. And he's like, I'm not going to fucking Seattle. Like, What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> You'd uh, rather stay in Oregon that's getting hurt with an earthquake, a tsunami, and a volcano at the same time? I mean, we do have a volcano up here, so I mean, we're not. We're not yeah, yeah. But, um, um, but then we get on to part three. Yep. Uh, a bird, a bottle, and a salted baguette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the uh, way, the names of these parts are a little pretentious. Just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, yes and no, because it's just. It's literally just the meals. No, that no, are being absolutely, eaten. absolutely. But and, I mean, the meals are pretentious. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Mom's friend. Mom's French friend. I mean, not French. Mom. Uh, what? What is it? Uh, what is it called? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, toast. Yeah, toast. What is? What is it called? Uh, French toast. For, is it French toast? French toast. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's not pretentious. It's I guess. I guess French toast is pretty basic. Yeah, and then they went. They had the course. The second meal was pretentious. They went to that restaurant where they freaking tell you a story of what's <laughs> going on, and it's all in a smoked glass. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, basically he gives them a list of basically ingredients he needs, and then he goes to visit. And I, I, I connected that maybe this was like his sous chef back in the day. The this girl he goes. I thought it was his daughter. I thought, but see, because it was him, his restaurant. It was his restaurant, but I, that's why I think it's his sous chef. Because I don't feel like it was a. He doesn't act like it's his daughter. And she also calls him by his first name and chef. She never calls him dad yeah. or father or anything. And I get that sometimes relationships are strained, but I feel like that was his sous chef. And because huh. he also, like, even if her, it seems like even if her relationship was strained with him as a father, I don't think her relationship was strained, was strained with her mom, yeah. who is Lori, and she still calls her Lori. So I yeah, really true, feel, true, felt true. like this was his sous chef, and then he left the restaurant to her. Gotcha. And C kept it, but still, I just like, yeah, they don't. That, but that's, I mean, that's one thing I like, but also it's interesting. Like, they don't tell you who this character is. You yeah. just know it's someone like probably besides someone Amir, who makes a badass salted baguette. Yeah, besides Amir at the end, because you kind of get that he, he they've grown to like each other. I think this is like probably the only person he cares about is the Sue Seth. Like you can tell that like, he does like her and he's proud yep. of what she's done. When even though it's a small thing, it's like he got rid of the drapes. And she's like, yeah, Lori never well, liked Well, I mean, her. he likes her enough to leave her the restaurant, yeah, which is yeah. probably a big deal. I think this is like the one person. <laughs> and then yeah. she turned into a freaking bakery. That's <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but meanwhile, Amir, he's tracking. I could have used a lot more, a lot more of him going around and getting ingredients. Yeah. And seeing more of this underworld and stuff. And just like, also seeing more of the people. To get wine. Yeah. More the people who <laughs> know, like, just also seeing the impact of Robin Field some yeah. more. Because like, he goes around and basically... People won't even listen to him. You know, he shows up and he's like, you need to have an appointment. And he's like, oh, Robin Fields and me. All of a sudden the door's open. Like, come yep. on in. Like, like yeah, Robin Fields had a huge impact on Oregon, Portland, um, apparently. Um, 
And then, so yeah, they get all the ingredients, which is the salted baguette, some wine, and and this bird. Um, and then, I mean, they didn't break in because I guess, you know, Amir has a key and stuff. But still, I just wrote, it was like, they break into a man's house to cook them dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was home the whole time. Yeah. He's not going to hear them rustling he, around in the kitchen. This man is focused on his business. He's up in his office working, Robert, apparently. <laughs> and it's a big house. We don't know how far the kitchen is from his office. Maybe it's like he's on the third floor in his office and the kitchen's on the first. Well, I guess actually he looks over at the office as they come in the house. But still, it could be a good distance. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, and then uh, he cooks up the meal. Um, and like I said, I mean, once again, we already talked about this, you know, maybe a $500 meal is like this, but like complete. Like, I love the dad at first, just kind of sitting there like all per, like cocky or arrogant, like, okay, yeah. fine, whatever. And then he starts eating it. And he takes a sip of that wine, and he just can tell this man's been transported to another plane. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> just like, well, oh my I mean, God. he's also it, slowly it, remembering yeah, that it's a meal back. he had with exactly. his wife. Yeah. Um, and uh, we get the, he he leaves, and then uh, what is it? Robin confronts him in in his office, and that's where you hear the clip that you heard at the beginning of this episode of him just telling him to get. He's just so broken, yeah, and also guilty because we also find out sadly the pig is dead. Uh, that he just he just is like get out of my house even though he just he just cooked you the best meal you've had in who knows how long. Um, well, I mean he's 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 upset and he's yeah angry exactly and, that's what I'm saying is like he's um, yeah I mean you know what's funny is just like you could take like probably I don't know like five or ten clips and just play them for anybody who's never seen this movie and they'd mm-hmm. be like this is a horror movie oh yeah it's absolutely a horror movie yeah yeah <laughs> you saw you saw him the box art and playing some yep. clips and like oh man that yep. sounds intense um, um, but but uh, basically. Uh, Robin Feld, he just packs up his shit and goes back to his cabin and yeah. goes to sleep. Yeah. And, you know, after I, playing I, the I, tape I like from his wife. The la- I mean, besides the tape from his wife, I like, though, the 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 last line of this movie. Because, I mean, it leaves everything open where, you know, you kind of get to make your own assumptions of what happens after this point. Is the last line of this movie is like, see you Thursday. Because it's like, yep. he's just like, yeah, him, you, through this movie, him and Amir have grown a relationship. And now, even though, I mean, one is he can get the truffles anyways, but I, I see it more of like, instead of just like, oh, you just come out there to get truffles. Like, it's like they now, he had the pig. That was yeah. his like last relationship. But now he has Amir. And while it's not the same, it's like now he has someone that he. Yeah. Well, they kind of had a bonding moment while exactly. they were cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. Had, you know, during that that uh, montage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, amazing movie. It's a great movie. It, just, a, just a hidden gem. Yeah. If you haven't ever seen it, you definitely got to check it out. Because it, it really is just, you know, I mean, every every like 10, 15 movies, Nick Cage puts out something mm-hmm. that's just a, a notch above everything else. And this is this is one of those. Yeah. And I mean, I would put this on his top 10 list. Oh, yeah. Easily. No. Hands know. down. This is easy. I don't know if I'd put it number one. No, you know, I mean, you got to have like the rock con air up there. Yeah. <laughs> it is easy. One of my favorite of his movies, though. And also, I think this is a great movie for anybody because I think that I mean, I've been guilty of this. Like a lot of people see. Nick Cage, especially because, like I said, a lot of movies, he's just trying to get a paycheck and he just he's just phoning it in. He's just doing it. And so they see Nick Cage is like kind of like, you know, a joke actor or maybe a washed up has been who's just out here still. But if you want to see him actually act, this is a great movie yeah. where you're just like, oh, my gosh, this man is great at this. He's He's got a lot of skill in this you just have to give him something he's passionate about essentially yeah. you give him something and again like about, from the man's own mouth this is when he woke up mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. things this is, this is it yep as always you can find us on our website watchingitpod.com there you can find links to our instagram to our twitter to contact us via email donnell what else can they do uh yeah just go ahead and uh as you said send us an email 
we'll read it out for you uh, if we do. And then uh, with any thoughts, if you see this movie and you want to, you know, give us your spin on it, your thought, that we'd love to hear about yeah, it. Absolutely. Um, and then, uh, you know, give us any range reviews. Be on the lookout for next week. We're going to be talking about Mortal Engines. Oh, that's going to be a long one. <laughs> that's going to be a long one. Um, and just thank you so much for listening. Bye.